You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you go through that doorway to the greatest little country. Good morning, this is Annie here, hoping you've been able to settle into a COVID routine that keeps you calm, if not relaxed. Showreel today is looking at the upcoming Melbourne Webfest. It's in its eighth season and it will run from September the 4th to the 6th online. Tickets are now up on the website and most importantly for people who want to make their own web series... The 5th Annual Pitch iView Competition Entry Access is now open. This year, as Festival Director Lauren Colissimo tells us, the pitches will have to be delivered online, but that doesn't take away from the need to be sharp and creative in the delivery. I chatted with Lauren for some background to the Melbourne Webfest and the opportunities it offers viewers and filmmakers. But first, a word from the station. An important message from the Victorian Government about coronavirus. To manage coronavirus and save lives, immediate action is required. This means if you can stay home, you must stay home. Yes, it's a major disruption to your lives, but this disruption today will save the lives of many Victorians tomorrow. If you think you may have coronavirus, call the government's hotline on 1800 675 398 or visit coronavirus.vic.gov.au. Victorian Government. Managing this together. A 3CR supporter. The Queen Victoria Women's Centre is calling all craftivists to join us and make a fuss. Make a Fuss is a crowdsourced, craftivist project looking for submissions on the theme of women's silence. If you've experienced a time when you didn't want to make a fuss, why not get crafting and make some noise? For more information, go to qvwc.org.au and click on Make a Fuss. Submissions close August 19th. Queen Victoria Women's Centre is a 3CR supporter. You're with Annie on Showreel on 3CR, your community radio station. I was able to get a word with Lauren Colosimo, the director of the Homegrown Melbourne Webfest, which is now a walking, talking member of the prestigious film festivals emanating from Melbourne. Now it is in its eighth year. Here is what Lauren had to say. This is the eighth year of the uh, Melbourne, uh, the Melbourne Webfest. Uh, can you give us an idea of uh, how it came about and uh, your involvement in the team that's behind it? Yes. So the Melbourne Webfest started in 2013. Um, I wasn't I wasn't involved at that time. Uh, it was started by a man named Stan Allingson, uh, who had just been to LA Webfest uh, with his own series and seen how that they seen how they started a web series festival there, 
and came back to Australia and uh, and thought it would be something that would be great to be run in Melbourne. And at the time, there was only four other web series festivals in the world. Now there is probably 100. I'm not exactly sure on that, but yeah, lots of them. Um, so I started in 2014 in the second year um, of the festival running as an intern, uh, doing communications, doing uh, articles and interviews and things. Uh, and then I stayed on the next year to help out and... Um, and the following year after that, I started to run the communications for the festival um, for the next few years. And then this year is uh, my first year as a festival director, as um, the previous festival director had to move on. Um, so that's just, that's how I got here. And we have a team of um, core team of six people, and we have a, about four other people who also help us out. And um, yeah, this year will be the first year that we'll be running a digital festival because we didn't. We were about halfway through planning the festival when COVID hit, so we just decided to to go digital because we thought we could involve our international community a lot better. So it was a great opportunity for us to do that. Yeah, it's quite exciting in some ways. Um, tell, uh, web festivals. So we've talked to people who, who make uh, web series and. Uh, it's a very exciting sort of space for people who have got the skills but don't have um, places to show their material. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a mixture. I mean, initially when like when I started and early on, it was very much um, a proof of concept opportunity or people who didn't um, yeah who, who were still coming up um, as emerging creators. And now it's more, it's it's very mixed. There's still emerging creators who have been starting out and, and, you know, don't have the opportunity to get their work shown in other places. But there are also a lot of uh, mid-career creators who have chosen to make a web series just because they want the freedom to do to do it how they want to do it and not have to work um, under possibly restrictions or under um, networks or things like that. So they just want to have the freedom to write and develop and create their story world and, and put it out how they want to um, put it out. It's become much more centre stage, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, the phrase web series is still um, a bit niche, but I guess we watch everything online now, so it's a bit more common to to think to go online to find your content anyway now. It, uh, often uh, the ones that I've seen have been relatively uh, small, you know, short in, in you know, like episodic. Yeah. Um, you know, like 15 minutes, almost, almost similar to, I guess, the uh, the stuff that Charlie Chaplin was making when films began. Yeah, so it, it's um, funny that you say that, like, refer back to kind of a while ago. I think some um, I guess we had, speaking of the festival a few years ago, did liken it to, like, early independent cinema, um, so early so web series sort of independent serial content now. Um, but yeah, they are our festival. We actually only take series that have episodes uh, at a maximum of thirty minutes. So all of our episodes are less than thirty minutes, and not many actually do go up to thirty minutes. You're right; they're quite short, around fifteen minutes or less. Uh, but it is the nature of web series to be short, bite-sized content that you you can watch quite quickly on on your mobile device. Yeah, yeah, and uh, quite uh, natty and uh, quick and um, incisive. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, this uh, year you've got uh, quite a lot of stuff going on and one of the uh, jewels in the crown, I guess you'd say, is the annual pitch, I view. Yes, correct. That's back this year. Um, 
and we had uh, we have a, a different prize. So for the last um, through the fifth year, we'll be running the Pitch Ivy competition. Of the last four years, uh, the prize has been funded by ABC Ivy to send the winner to Marseille, the Marseille Webfest, to undertake a writing residency. Um, so obviously, given the current state of things, we aren't able to send anybody overseas. Um, and we thought it was a good opportunity to look inward anyway. So we've teamed up with um, the local production company, Princess Pictures, and uh, now the winner will receive a mentor, a writing and development mentorship from uh, Princess Pictures, who will help them kind of mould their pitch to then bring back to ABC Ivy for consideration. So uh, give, us an, give uh, our listeners an idea of uh, uh, how a person would go about doing a pitch. Yes, so if you have an idea for a web series or if you, you want to take some time to think about it, you have until uh, the 23rd of August. Uh, so you head to our website and um, click on the form there and you'll need to submit a 30-second or less video pitch, just, just a phone, um, you know, face-to-camera kind of uh, video pitch explaining your series or your pitch idea uh, and then completing the form with all your personal details. And then we'll be announcing the... 20 shortlisted pitches on the 1st of September. And if you are one of those 20 shortlisted pitches, you'll be uh, invited to the pitching competition on the Sunday, the 6th of September, where you'll have two minutes uh, on live on stage. And I say stage in the, not in the physical sense this year, it'll just, it'll be um, on video call um, to then pitch your idea to uh, an ABC ID representative, a Princess Pictures uh, representative and uh, a third um, judging panelist. Yeah, it's a very exciting idea, really. Um, the uh, for a person who uh, wants to uh, get ahead, because it's, uh, it's the it gives opportunities to the winner, doesn't it? Uh, even down to potential development for uh, screening through ABC iView. Yes, definitely. Yes, yes. Um, it, it's also an opportunity not just for the winners, but for uh, everybody who participates to 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 practice that pitch and one of our, uh, non, not the winner from last year, but one of the other participants um, from the pitching competition is now uh, developing their series um, independently. Um, the, the creators' names are Goodall and Gallagher. Um, I've forgotten the name of their, of their pitch or their series. Uh, so it was, for them, was like a good opportunity to practice that pitch and get some feedback from a wider group of people. Yeah. Uh, you have a theme, don't you? We do, yes. The theme this year is infinite wealth, and uh, so it's quite a, it's quite a broad theme because um, we we still want to get a diverse group of pitches come together. But um, looking at uh, all story worlds, all perspectives, uh, different ways to view things is a sort of nature of the theme. Now, um, the actual festival, because the festival's tickets are now on sale, runs September the fourth to the sixth, and it's online. You've got a, it's not just the series, you've got a whole range of other things as well on offer. Yes, so you can stream on demand all of the series that have been selected. Uh, as well as that, we will be running the pitching competition and we'll be running um, a series of panels and workshops and uh, roundtables. So the program is um, slightly uh, unfinalised at the moment, but it will be being full, uh, it's being sort of released slowly at the moment, but will be fully announced very shortly. And um, it's definitely an opportunity for creators and filmmakers to hear from industry 
and to hear from other filmmakers involved in the festival about their experiences yeah. and um, get advice or things like you've that. You've got some interesting sponsors. I, I like the way you, you lay out your sponsors. So you've got Creative Victoria as um, a major uh, overarching sponsor, but you've got um, uh, people who are from the, part of the program. You've got the Screen Producers Australia and you've got First Draft Screen Australia and... Uh, RMIT and a variety of others. So these people are hands-on. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to be part of the roundtables and masterclasses. Yes, that's correct. So yeah, programming uh, partners are all involved in yeah, the programming, so they'll either be speaking on one or, or more panels or roundtables. How, how, how do you do that now that it's online? Tell us, that. how are you planning to do that? Yeah, so we've um, enlisted a event hosting platform called Hopin, and all of our the whole festival will be run on this platform. Uh, so you need to to sign up. You can there is a free uh, free ticket option um, with uh, lesser uh, access to um, experiences, and then there's the paid festival pass, which gives you access to everything. Uh, so you sign up, and once you uh, get in on the weekend of the festival. Once the festival opens, everything will be on this page. Um, we'll have that's where you can stream the the series, and then different um, parts of the page you can uh, log on to different sessions. Um, and but, so it'll it'll be a sort of video call kind of experience. Well, that's interesting. Does that mean that the master classes will be time specific? Yes. Yeah, so it, everything is almost everything will be run live. Um, so the in Australian time, um, so for other time zones, then they have to um, wake up at different times if they like. Yeah, so it'll be run live and uh, only at that. Yeah, time. Australian and Eastern Standard Time. Correct. Yeah, I'm getting quite good at all the different letters that are related to time <laughs> since COVID. <laughs> I guess you are too. Um, what sort of yeah, definitely. what sort of uh, web series have you uh, come across? Uh, who have entered? Uh, is is it a prize? Is this festival? Does this festival have a prize for the, uh, you know, a structure in that regard, or is it just uh, part of uh, the experience of uh, getting your series up? Uh, yeah, no. So we we do award uh, twenty five awards. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, we have everybody can um, watch the series of course and then we have a jury independent jury who will be selecting the award winners for different uh, genre awards like best comedy um, best drama etc and technical awards like uh, best screenplay best director Um, and there is different prizes associated with different awards but I guess the most one of the one of the exciting awards um, award prizes is the Black Magic Design Crowd Favourite Award. So the Crowd Favourite Award is actually voted on by the public. Um, so anyone who attends the festival or, or watches, you know, attends the digital event uh, can vote for their favourite series and then the most popular series um, will win a Black Magic Pocket Cinema Camera 6K. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's a really great prize. Yeah. Um, I, I should also... We, yeah, we should probably cool. should also mention the fact that this is about fiction. It's fiction. It's it, it's a showcase for fiction, not a showcase for non-fiction. Um, is that right? No, no, no. So we, we do have non-fiction series as oh, well. Sorry. So we have four categories. Yeah, we have um, animation, 
nonfiction, drama, and comedy. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Because I, I had the impression that... Yeah, a, a wide variety. Yeah, I thought that the pictures were fiction, fictional genre. Uh, yes, sorry, that's, for the pictures specifically, they, they can't be nonfiction, but the series that are involved in the festival can ah. be nonfiction. Yeah. Ah, good. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. So... Uh, I was going to say, we, we received um, series from all around the world, the majority being Australia, but the, the second largest... Um, Entered series, I guess, coming from Canada. We have a lot of Canadian series this year, which is which is cool. And and then, how, how does that happen? How did that happen? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I guess the the Canadian um, web series industry is doing quite well, so they make a lot of content, and they lots of them submitted to us. I mean, we we still have um, representation from ten other countries around the world, but it is. Yeah, after Australia, they're the biggest ones. Uh, we didn't do any particular marketing towards Canada, um, so I'm not exactly sure, but it was cool to see. Mm-hmm. So what's the future for web uh, series, you reckon? That is uh, a very hard question to answer, and I think it looks different every year. Um, I think people will still definitely continue to make independent content and release it online. Um Hopefully there's more funding coming out into that space and uh, we've seen a lot more funding going into that space so that creatives can can get paid to, to make their work and release it online. Um, and I think that's just going to continue to grow. And the other thing is, has the standard uh, discernibly changed over time? Because I, I, I've seen some really great uh, web series and I was just wondering if um, the standard of the content has increased over time as people become more familiar with the uh, uh, methodologies of uh, that uh, platform? Yes, definitely, you're correct. Um, so in the time that I've been in, in the industry, it's definitely, the quality has definitely um, increased immensely for, for many reasons. One of those, as I just said, there is more funding coming into the space um, so people can commit more time and um, more effort to their projects um, and as I said initially, it was a space for emerging creators, but it is now a space for creators of all um, levels of their career. So we do have a lot of mid to late career creators moving to make things online because of the freedom that allows them. So it's sort of the quality of the content that we're seeing. So it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because uh, you, you, the uh, moving image area has got so many elements potential elements so you can have an incredibly grand uh, very expensive many faceted uh, professional approach to a movie you can uh, bring it down to a small group of people who are making a film you can um, then when it comes to web series it's almost potentially a diary uh, level of production almost almost like a diary like uh, if a person is a full-blown professional, wants to make a web series, uh, it's a bit like actors. Actors like to act. Filmmakers like to make films. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. It's um. It's a yeah catalogue of their of their work that's um, really easy to draw upon. Are people happy that you've uh, made this space available, a, a web series space festival? Uh, I, I believe so. From um, from the feedback we've gotten from our community um, and, and web series communities around the world, it's it's very um, open space. It's a very close community and welcoming community. Um, 
every year when we are able to get together physically, people really enjoy that because they often create alone or with a very small team. Um, so then having space to come together and meet other creators that are doing similar projects to them is a, is a great opportunity. Um, we are still trying to translate that networking opportunity to online uh, this year with some online networking events. So we'll see if that has the same kind of um, effect. But the, yeah, the community is definitely a very positive community. So just go through how people get tickets again and the dates. Yes, yeah, so the Melbourne Mud Fest will be on the 4th to the 6th of September and you can get tickets at our website, melbournemudfest.com um, or head to our Facebook page or any of our social media pages and there'll be links to um, buy the tickets there. And there are yeah, two tickets, there, a free spring pass, which allows you to see to stream all the series and then a paid ticket, which will allow you access to all the um, professional development events. And how much is that ticket? That's $50, the paid ticket. Oh, well, sounds like a bargain to me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for talking to me, Lauren. No, that's great. Thanks for call, um, for reaching out. It was really good to hear Thanks, mate. Okay, good luck. <laughs>
This is Stephen Pigram from up Broomway, Yarrow Country, and it's great to be down in Melbourne, and you're listening to 3CR Community Radio. Been here for a long time. You're listening to Showreel on 3CR Community Radio. If you are thinking of pitching an idea for a web series to Melbourne Webfest, remember the deadline is August the 23rd. It needs to be fiction. The pitch is a 30-second video pitch with a written 100-word synopsis. Only the 20 shortlisted entries will be notified and they need to be available during the festival running from September the 4th to the 6th with a full ticket backed up by a little tech that is a stable internet connection, a smart TV, a smartphone or tablet with a webcam and headphones or earplugs so the winners can be part of the online fun. Next week, if all goes well, we will hear from Larissa Berendt about the making of the remarkable film Marilinga. Until then, keep safe. Bye for
to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.